and welcome to the Arrow Panel. It's a dance game discussion show. This is episode 37. So uh, we have a special guest. Oh, sorry. First, we should introduce ourselves before our special guest. I'm uh, Dalton Runberg, a.k.a. Blue Chow. And I'm Buzzard, a.k.a. James McGarrett. Homid Farvar, a.k.a. at Bromead and Demo. And I'm Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. And now our special guest that we have with us today... Hi, I'm Steve, uh, Steve's username on Twitter. I go by Error. Well, we have you here today first oh, yes. because we're going to be talking about stops and BPM changes. And My apparently, favorite. according to Twitter, you're the man to talk to. <laughs> so we thought we'd bring in the expert. Um, so why don't you give us a little brief background of, of your, your dance game uh, history? So I started around uh, late to. Late 1999, early 2000. I can't remember exactly when. Oh, wow. That's old school. First, yeah. Uh, first mix dropped. 1.5 mix, rather. And um, I remember playing Have You Ever Been Mellow, Boom Boom Dollar, and the third stage was uh, Blurry Memory. I can't really <laughs> did, remember did, what happened there. Did stops even exist then? Did you did you pass no. your first two songs? You didn't fail, fail the first two I, songs? You didn't fail Boom Boom Dollar? I, I passed Boom Boom Dollar because it looked pretty, like, fun. Just like, oh, left, left, right, right. But then uh, last stage, I, I remember not lasting too long on last stage. I think it was probably Paranoia or something like that. The, like, the like, boss really song. Brutal. Definitely the song to recommend for beginners. <laughs> for your first set. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and, and uh, where are you from, if you don't mind saying? Oh, yeah. I'm from uh, New York. I, I play with... Uh, the legendary Spencer Lopez, shout out to Spencer, and shout out to the New York community. You're, you're basically a S- Spencer's uh, professional hype man and, and, and <laughs> photographer. I like to call myself uh, Spencer's uh, coach. I like to coach Spencer, and manage, aka manager. Tell, tell him to actually go to the arcade and play once in a while. Man, I need one of those. <laughs> but Steve, you're really good too. Yeah. So who's say. coaching you? Seriously. <laughs> Spencer actually coaches me. Oh, he, I see. Uh, so it's a uh, sort of a symbiotic coaching, uh, kind of relationship. <laughs> he he pushes me to learn more straightforward charts, <laughs> while I push him to learn more gimmicky charts. <laughs> so Steve also does uh, media for Bimani Style, and um, you know has attended KAC the past couple of years and captured some awesome moments. Um, Steve, what have been some of your favorite parts about um, doing that, like KAC? I think one of my favorite moments. Uh, with KC has been well definitely taking photos for uh, DDR this year last year was a little bit difficult because we weren't allowed on stage so to speak we had a little like photography pit mm-hmm. and the crowd was crushing the photography pit <laughs> and I couldn't get past the barrier but this year we were allowed into the area where the competitors were yeah I think I saw, I saw exciting. you sneaking around a little bit <laughs> up on stage yeah. uh, through the, st- the stream so so Konami like specifically asked us to like, you know, come in and, you know, take photos. We were allowed to walk around the U-Beat machines. It was it was just nice to like be able to be with the competitors and just kind of like see what they were doing yeah. besides like looking at their backs all the time. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. get a lot more like emotion that way rather yeah. than yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, shooting people's backs is never fun. <laughs> I, I like I try and shoot a con- um tournaments and yeah, stuff. Does so, a good job sometimes too, too but yeah. like it just it really depends on like the machine setup and mm-hmm. 
and how everything. close you can get without making them uncomfortable. Yeah, that's yeah, another thing. Yeah. Is that yeah, I always try and some put, players are more sensitive than others. It's like you never want to overstep that boundary. Yeah, I, yeah. I always try. I use my like zoom lens, my, my eighty-five. Yeah. Try and like mm-hmm. stand way back. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, we're glad you're here, and uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll have fun uh, getting your input on some of the stuff we're gonna <laughs> go into later on. Uh, before we move totally. on, I'm, I'm curious myself. Actually, where where does your handle come from? Error. Oh yeah, good question. Uh, you know, there's no real history behind it. Honestly, um, what happened was when I started on DDR, I went by Ghost, and there's some like deep, dark emotional history behind it. <laughs> something about you know feeling kind of like a ghost in the community. But then um, other people they were seeing my uh, name and they're like, "Oh, is that like like a ghost score? Like you're trying to like keep track of a ghost score?" Uh-huh. I'm like, "No, that's that's my name." I'm Ghost. So to avoid that confusion, I just threw in whatever other name came to mind, which was Error at the time. Which can also cause some confusion, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, is but your it's, name it's... Bug, dude? Or is that... Yeah. No, you... Okay, yeah. your name's Error. Got it. You, you're, you're the missing no of the com- yeah. community. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's very cyber, so I like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I said, we're going to be talking about, like, BPM changes and stops in, in DDR. Um, or I guess it could apply to, to other games, yeah. too. Tempo changes. It, they and... exist in... Mm-hmm. in most dance games, I think, right. if not all. Um, right. But yeah, so we had a nice little uh, icebreaker question here from uh, Nick9 on Twitter. He says, my favorite element of chart design is BPM changes. Uh, charts like Pursuer, Still in My Heart, Momo Mix, and New York B are some of my favorites. What's uh, your favorite slowdown or speed up? Not stop. Slow down or speed up. Yeah. Hmm. So stop is an easy answer for me. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, for me personally, uh, I think I think Monkey Business is one of my favorite charts, mm-hmm. and uh, it's mostly because, uh, well, it kind of incorporates all all of the elements. It's got uh, slowdowns, it's got speed ups, and um, uh, I I just really like it because it kind of goes to the music, but you really have to listen for it, and uh, it's 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 kind of like it's very in- inventive chart uh, because they had to get really creative with it. I I feel, uh, and I just like that you you kind of have to know it in order to play it. Uh, and I, I like other charts like that too. Um, yeah, so like s- still within. In I think your that's, heart, a, mix, that's a really so good answer. Yeah, on extreme was kind of the same for sure. So. I think monkey business is really sick. Um, I would say that um, Vanquish the Ghost is my Ooh. favorite. Um, so you guys like the same song? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. It's like there's. I mean. Those two songs are like some of the musically, uh, well, no, no surprise that they're so similar, um, <laughs> musically like superior songs, I think, in the game. So it's cool that they have cool charts, too. Yeah. I also really like uh, Blew My Mind a lot because oh, uh, I, I like how oh, in the very beginning it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's slow and then it gets slower and then finally it speeds up to kind of like the normal BPM and then it slows down again to build the song, which I think is mm-hmm. it's just really fun every time. I'd say Legend of Max is the uh, most epic uh, tempo <laughs> change in all of DDR. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a classic. Yeah, it's, it speeds up during the freeze, and then we've got the, uh, you know, it starts back up and it's slow instead of fast. <laughs> and uh, it's I, super epic. You know, there's they they did that with Max Unlimited too, but Max Unlimited just kind of did a bunch of stuff. But Legend of Max just has one really kind of like kind of bombastic tempo change and i really like it yeah i think musically i like uh 
cozy catastrophe mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. as the slowdown. The steps in the slowdown are, well, on the challenge, is very difficult. Um, the speed-ups, I actually, I do like the, the ending speed-ups of songs like Pursuer and um, uh, Remain. I don't necessarily like the rest of the charts, but like <laughs> I just love that like having that that really fast section at the end. It just feels so hype. Pursuer is yeah. so hype, and, it, yeah. and it's just it's so it's like <laughs> the drums. I mean, I I read the chart so much faster than mm-hmm. I should. Yeah. Um, and like I can like barely read the ending. Same so thing it adds with, the extra energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same thing with like Happy Lucky Yuppie. Like it just having that like short end fast section at the end is just like super hype that's my pick for my favorite stop by the way happy lucky yuppie it's so pop it's pretty good oh I yeah it. i love it so much i i like the over the period stop I, it's a good one too. everybody hates it but oh, it's I, good i i think it's very good um what about steve what's uh so i have three different ones for three different reasons uh one is uh, Boss Rush, the slowdown. Mm-hmm. I just love yeah. that yes. musically. Yeah. It's so Agreed. long. It's it, like it, the, it, the longest slowdown. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes with the, the mood of like that section of the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a player here in New York, NRM, he mentioned how it's like really, really on beat for a slowdown. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I just like really zone in on that slowdown. Like it just feels really good. Yeah, like like a lot of slowdowns, the music is kind of like more subtle. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the ones that we've mentioned right. are, are ones that like slowdowns that have like a very good beat to them, like Monkey Business or uh, Vanquish the Ghost. It like has a very distinct beat. Whereas are, are those all early? Well, n- not just like on sync. Yeah, I just mean maybe that has something to do with it because. I think Boss Rush is early. I think they Vanquish, are. Vanquish, Vanquish the, the Ghost, Ghost is early. early. Yeah. yeah, Monkey Business is not super uh, yeah. early, but but it's uh, worth, I'm just wondering if that has a worthy observation. It. But we're not talking about sync here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I think I think that uh, it's one of those songs that just has like a very driving like slowdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In it, and Absolutely. the difficult chart for it is really cool. Yes. Um, then there's over the period. With the whole like slow down, speed up, wavy effect, mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. that's really cool. Like when I first saw that, I was just like, "Oh yes, I'm loving the direction that DDR is going now." <laughs> and um, the last one is Max Period's ending, and that's because that was the first time I learned how to read at 600. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been a changed man with speed mods. <laughs> do, do you still read it at 600? Yes. You read it one X. But like I, I've. I've never managed to learn how to read 600 BPM until I had to learn max period. And ever since then, it's like speed mods have opened up for me. Like, I, I just can read 600 and 630 and it's... So not not just in max period then. Yeah, I think Dalton was trash talking you a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just curious if he still reads it on on one X or because you read it one two five. Right? I, yeah, because but because I'm stupid, but um, I, I well, fully I still... recognize that like that's not the best thing for people to do. I was just curious. <laughs> I'll see, I still read on one X, but it's just that feeling of being able to read at six hundred finally. Yeah, it's just like it stood it's, out to me. It's galaxy brain. You feel like yes. you've ascended. I, I, yes. I think it's really in- like, kind of a little tangent, but I think it's really interesting that like a lot of people's comfortable speed is around 600, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I, I just wonder if that has to do with, like, some sort of, like, natural limit of, like, reaction time. Hmm, definitely. And, and, and stuff. Like, that's just, it like... It seems like it. Yeah. It, because it, once it you go was. above that, it starts getting a little shaky. Yeah. Like, usually I read probably, like, 6.30 or something. Yeah. But it's only because I know all the songs, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do that on something I didn't know. Also, yeah. it seems like you can draw, like, a baseline somewhere. Like, I know some people that read a lot faster than me, but I know almost nobody that reads, like, a lot slower than the average. Mm-hmm. Like, That's do you know anybody too. that reads 1X? Ben Madsen. Ben Madsen reads I mean, he's, 1X? He doesn't play on 1X, but he plays, like, pretty slow. very slow. Interesting. I think Kevin does, too. Kevbo also reads fairly Kevin slow. reads, like, 550. Yeah. So, That's not but slow. anyway, it's all, like, it's... it's. I, I just thought it was interesting that everybody kind of reads around there. But we're getting I mean, off I mean, topic. <laughs> I, I used to read at 1X, and this might apply to, like... A later topic about like BPM changes and slowdowns, but I used to read at 1x because of playing on first mix and all, and I like mm. I did all of ITG one and two on 1x wow. because like I just refused Very to use speed mods. Yikes! Like, I didn't did understand you at least the use concept. Cell? No, I used metal. Oh, wow. yes. one x metal. That's crazy. Oh. <laughs> I believe I'm. I'm... So- I'm metal too, so. <laughs> I believe the other person to do that was a guy named Pickles. Oh yeah, Pickles mm-hmm. was crazy. Yeah, Pickles had yes. crazy scores. He's very good God. at. Uh, Wonder what he's DDR doing now. <laughs> I always get Pickles and Cucumber mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Pickles so, the world. There, there was a player called Cucumber. Doesn't the world. <laughs> uh, Before we move on, I want to give one more shout out to a, an amazing song with. A, a single stop that I really like, which is uh, Healing Vision Angelic Mix. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes. The slowdown in the beginning, how it's paired with the slowdown at yeah. the end. Yeah. And, uh, and then just that one, the one stop. Yep, yep, and that one stop, and it's just like, it's like not even really a full beat. No. I think it's like half half a beat. It yeah. is, yeah. Um, it's one of the most iconic slowdowns, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I love the slowdown, because it's like, in the beginning, it's when the when the heartbeat is like coming mm-hmm. alive, and then at the end, it's, or, yeah, when, it, when it's coming alive, and then it goes flatline for mm-hmm. a while, and then it comes back alive again, slows down again. So cool. Gotta throw that out there. Healing yeah. Vision and Jelly Mix. Probably, probably my favorite one. One of the greatest. Yeah. So, uh, if you have no idea what we were just talking about, <laughs> uh, any of the things that, hopefully, of some sort of inkling, but we'll, we'll try and probably break, we'll try and break it down for you a little bit um, by first talking about BPM changes and the easiest of BPM changes uh, is what we're <clears> going to call regular BPM changes, which uh, is an interval of, of half or usually or or a quarter. So if a song is 160 BPM, the slowdown would be 80 BPM, for example. Or, you know... Yeah, it's going half-time. Yeah, half-time. double-time. Did we even define what BPM is? Yeah, so BPM is, like, what people say in this community (laughs) for the word tempo, which uh, I think... Stands for beats per minute. Right. Yeah, which is tempo. And people in the EDM scene say BPM, and people in the rhythm game scene say BPM, but... No one else says it. <laughs> and and the, uh, the effect that it has on the gameplay is it, it affects the scrolling speed. So songs with a high BPM uh, scroll a lot faster yep. than songs with slow BPM. And likewise, if a song gets halved, it means it starts scrolling half as fast. And if it sounds arbitrary, it's because it is. Konami <laughs> just decided that a song that's 300 BPM would scroll this fast, and uh, 150 would be half that. So um, it's just something you'll have to get used to as you play the game. I know my girlfriend is currently passing eights, and she is currently trying to figure out what scroll speed works for her. Yeah. Um, it's a process. So so we're going to be talking about this phenomenon that basically the scrolls, uh, the songs scroll at a certain speed. Um, yeah, tempo, BPM, beats per minute, all these things are the same. It's basically how many times can you count beats in a song? Like you have a heartbeat, right? Your heartbeat is like, let's, if it's 60, 
means it's beating once per second, right? So yeah. um, that is exactly what we're talking about. And so Dalton's going to uh, kind of walk us through here. We're going to start with uh, these regular ones, which like he was saying, it's like a, it's a, na- it's a kind of a natural, it's either on the beat or it's on an offbeat. So um, on the beat, you know, if I, if you hear me tapping here, I don't know if it, this will actually come through, but basically this is a, this is a beat. And then like these would be beats with half beats yeah. the, at that same tempo. And so we're going to be talking about uh, songs maybe that you can try to strategize around that have these kinds of stops. And hopefully we'll have to go like into this again. But like just to like if you have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> hopefully you're a little more grounded. Yeah, essentially there's zero difference between 80 BPM and 160 BPM. Mm-hmm. There's just a, kind of an arbitrary human like you, you're just saying one number over the other. <laughs> yeah. There's really no difference. Yeah, so right? Yeah, so for example, like eighth notes at... Uh, 160 BPM, uh, if that slows down to 80 BPM, mm-hmm. uh, they would look like 16th notes. They would be yellow or whatever color you want to call it, uh, depending on what note skin you play on. Um, but it's the same. It's the same tempo. Quantization, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's like. Rogers there's the, a word for Rogers, it. Yeah, it's Rogers, it's Rogers like how music. time signatures are fake, right? It's just Rogers, you, the music guy. You play the notes and. You know, at least with with tempo, you can have like you're measuring it based on how many beats are happening in a minute. It's just that what you're calling a beat, you can really just divide it up into you know halves and doubles as much as you want, yeah. and it, it's it's effectively the same. Time thing. is crazy. Yep, Roger clocks. <laughs> um, and it's it's not totally arbitrary. So the scrolling speed is kind of based on you know the size of the arrows on the screen and how many arrows can fit on a screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think we looked one time and I think it's seven, seven quarter notes can fit on a screen at the same time on one X. So like perfectly stacked, perfectly in, the, stacked. in the play area. Gotcha. Right. At, at what BPM? In what, in what interface? At any BPM. <laughs> oh. In DDR Ace. Right. Yeah, so this is graphically. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not uh, so basically. The, basically, it's the height of the screen divided by the size of the note. <laughs> and the scroll speed is, you know, what changes between the two frames, right? How, how fast the arrows move between the, the two frames. Gotcha. Um, so some examples of, of these, like, regular uh, BPM changes are, you know, Going back to a little bit earlier mixes, uh, still in my heart, Momo mix is kind of one that a lot of people remember. Um, that has the speed up, right? Free zero, is that right? No, it's a slowdown. Slowdown. It's a part okay. where it goes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. A little bit newer possession goes from what three seventy down to one sixty five. One eighty five. One eighty five. I'm good at math. Uh, common break. One eighty. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. down to ninety. Uh, Come to life, which is also one one eighty down to ninety. Which is one of the best songs. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Monkey Business, which is uh, one sixty down to eighty. Um, Antimatter, four hundred to two hundred, and actually down to one hundred even. I think. And Fascination like. Max, which goes from one hundred <clears throat> to two hundred to four hundred. Yes, mm-hmm. which is the oh. artist name, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, sure is. And, <laughs> go, go figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, as we mentioned, Boss Rush, which is one also one sixty. It's one ninety. Oh, one ninety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I think the first tempo change in DDR, uh, I think it was 0.59. 0.59 and Era both mm -hmm. debuted on fourth mix, I think. Yep. And uh, Era was also a halftime thing where it goes from 180 BPM to 90. So w what do you think is the uh, the best way to, to handle kind of going into and, and coming out of BPM changes like this? Uh, you have any thoughts, Steve? Uh, I would say trust the music. Absolutely mm -hmm. trust the music. And I'm, I'm probably going to say this quite a few times when it comes to advice because um, when, when you guys were saying how like it's just the same uh, rhythm, like the same pace of a note, only like they, they look up, they appear to be like more crowded, like 16th notes are the same as 8th notes at double BPM. It's just the same rhythm. So some people, they might get intimidated by like how uh, crowded the screen may look. Like it might change how fast the notes are coming at you. But it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you just go with what you were playing before. You just have to read a little bit more, you know, uh, I guess, yeah, crowded in, in a sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we had a question about that from from nine volt specifically, like how do you deal with reading slower? I guess that kind of fits in here. Uh, yeah, um, I, I would. I remember having a, a talk with him about a Fascination Max. Um, there, there's this one part right before the gallops where it's a it's eighth notes at 400, 16th notes at 200, and 32nd notes at 100, which is the which is the speed that it's scrolling at. So it's just a bunch of like crowded notes, mm -hmm. and it's just you know mm -hmm. uh, two rolls or two, I guess rolls where there's just the same arrow back and forth, and um, and for the longest time it just had so much trouble. Like how how do you get past this? And Spencer was like, you know, I keep messing up here, and then I was just like sitting there thinking, right, it's just the same thing as eighth notes in four hundred, so just. Throw out the fact that it's crowded as all heck, and just play the notes as they are. You know, just da 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 da. And that's it. Tutorial they teach you to feel the rhythm in your soul. Yeah. This is what this is the phenomenon that Steve is describing. This is feeling the rhythm in your soul. It's just knowing that the music is just eighth notes at 400, like he's saying, mm -hmm. and just hitting them. Yeah. And it's, that part specifically is super hard because everything is so dense. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of wild how, I mean, people talk about like auditory <laughs> players versus like visual players, mm -hmm. but it, 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 it's kind of wild how much just being able to see the notes affects how well you can do it. Like mm -hmm. you, it, it's the same pattern that you've probably done. I mean, the beginning of Fascination Max has similar patterns to that, I think. Um, you know, at four hundred and say it's the same thing. It's like, but and even in possession, like that mm -hmm. run is not in the slowdown of possession. It's not that hard of a run. Like an EDP, it's easier because it's a yeah, the correct exactly. But yeah. you just get like psyched out yeah. and and it. I it think I think it's it's very much a mental thing. Yeah, oh, so absolutely. Like, kind of like a mental game that I play. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely a visual player, and um, so for for one thing, um, you'll notice a lot of uh, old two DX players like to play. Um, uh, songs with like a towel covering half the screen, right. and likewise, if if 
people who are playing DDR um, on charts where, for instance, like maybe the uh, the chart is like mostly slow and then speeds up really fast, uh, they use sudden plus, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but that the sudden plus effectively covers up part of the screen, and uh, the reason why by oh the reason why players do that is because. Uh, they like visually it can be kind of like noisy to see like a lot of notes all at once uh which is one of the reasons why like players uh play with speed mods is so that it spreads them out and effectively pushes a lot of the notes off the bottom of the screen yeah just so you can't see them it doesn't stress you out yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so what i do to, to do this usually and I, I do this most often on legend of max um, is I, I purposely adjust my focal point to be much higher than it mm-hmm. normally is. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, so that, that has the effect. So for me, I, I normally look at, for instance, the judgment line. Every, everybody looks at different things, I Don't so don't take this as advice. But I normally look at the judgment line, so like where it says marvelous, usually. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I adjust that so that now I'm looking at the targets instead during the slowdown. And so that kind of has the effect of, of pushing a, lo- a vast majority of the notes um, off the, the bottom of my field of vision, which helps a lot. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that too. Um, it's built-in sudden plus with just your eyes. <laughs> yeah. if, if you look like right at the, the target lines in slowdowns, yep. um, I found that, I mean, I didn't even start doing this until like last year maybe. Um, of, of like actually trying to move where I'm looking. Yeah. Um, and it goes the other direction too for really fast things. If you look far down on the screen, mm-hmm. so like I mentioned earlier, I play max period at 1.25, mm-hmm. which is 750, which is very fast. But if you just look at the very bottom of the screen, um, it's kind of like playing on hidden where you may not be able to time it as well. Like, I might not be getting all Marvelouses, but, like, I can still, you know, combo it. Um, And, yeah, if you just, like, look a lot further down for a very fast section, same thing with, like, if you play Pursuer or Remain at, like, 2.5 or even, you know, 2.25, that it's it's faster than you're comfortable reading for, like, an entire song, but if it's just a small section like that, uh, you know, you can get by sort of just reading really low. Um, So... And this is a psychological trick, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, part of you has to be aware of what's going on. You have to be aware of like the bias toward when you see a bunch of notes being scrunched up together that it's going to stress you out. So you have to think, okay, in order to counteract this, I'm going to try as hard as I can to ignore most of the screen mm-hmm. so that I only see just the top. Um, I, I tend to read just at the targets and. Still, I have to remind myself, like, okay, like, when the slowdown is happening, just don't, don't look, don't, under any circumstances, don't look at the bottom, because <laughs> it's just going to scare you. Yeah. Just don't look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are super next level strats, and I, I can definitely say, like James was saying, like, in my own play, um, I think it's made a huge difference, like, trying to adjust where you look. Um, ever since I heard, you know, Chris also plays just looking at the targets, like, I tried to incorporate as much as I could, um, just, like, looking higher. Um, and now I'm trying to, like, coach players, look, new local players like Jazz, um, you know, who's moved here, and I play with her a lot now. And, like, it's, like, a very hard thing to do, 
to be able, like Roger said, it's very psychological and it's, I think, well, it's, fundamentally you're, you're just, trying to think about something that you didn't think about before. Yeah. And at the same time, play a real time game that yeah. requires yeah. athleticism and focus, which is just like all these things are very hard. So I guess my main thing here in this, in this, like the main takeaway here is like, don't be disappointed if you just can't walk on the pad and do this. Like this will take a lot of practice, but it's like totally worth it. Like everything, all the guys have been saying so far, um, like I think really does work. I think they're all solid tips and like I've definitely tried and some are more, uh, for me have been more successful, um, more lucrative you could say than others, but yeah, definitely like try these out. Yeah, I would I would definitely uh, agree with all this because um so I remember I vividly remember this. This was like near the beginning of Ace. And I don't know why I started really implementing this now, but um near the beginning, uh Spencer was like watching me play, trying to encourage me to, you know, pass more 15s, triple A them and stuff like that. And um he was he was saying at the end of like my Star Mine runs, he was like so why are you why are you looking at the judgment? And I'm like, wait, how do you know I'm looking at the judgment? <laughs> and it's like, and he said a lot of expletives. I'm just gonna not <laughs> mention here, but he was definitely saying like, you know, like, don't look there. I know you're looking there. Look up there. Look at where the judgment is. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And he's like, like he was explaining how that's what he did with extreme, and that's why he was mm-hmm. getting so many triple A's back then. And why he was PFCing and timing so well. You mean looking was, at the targets or the judgment? Yes, looking yeah. at the targets. And so it was just it was just interesting for him to call me out on how where I was looking, and and he was explaining exactly like how it was for me trying to time. He was like, "Yeah, I, I see you trying to use your peripherals to like uh, see the arrows land on the step zone, and that's not how it works." I'm not supposed to use my the peripheral vision to see what, where the arrows land. Mm-hmm. I'm, use, I'm supposed to use the peripheral vision to read the chart. Yeah, to buffer the notes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, one thing you can do in the in to get to this level is like, and this is actually this is actually what I do to this day is, um, if you currently look at the judgments, which is really common, that's what I do also. You can start to when you start to get perfects or greats wherever you're at in skill level or goods. Um, adjust your eyes so you look at the targets and you see what a marvelous looks like and kind of like intuit that um um basically like you you then know where the marvelous window is so then you can go go back to looking at the judgment screen or judgment area and get more mar- marvelouses since you're um then like aware having looked at the targets like what the marvelous window is but really like but to come back to there. the tempo change topic like yeah. oh yeah not to say that you have to look at the targets when you're playing because you don't but when you're trying to psych yourself into reading less notes, that's where it's useful there. Yep. Totally. Totally agree. Yes. Um, that's kind of the overall theme, I think, of, of uh, this discussion, is that it's all mental. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's all psychological. Um, so those are basically the, the regular speed changes. Uh, there's also irregular speed changes, which... Uh, at least that's what we're going to call them. There's not an official name or anything, yeah. but uh, speed changes that are, are more gradual or they're incremental, um, just speeding up by like maybe 10 or 20 BPM or, or down by that much. More annoying. Or it's not or, a factor of two. Yeah, yeah, basically it's not a factor of two. More frustrating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's definitely um, So some examples of this are uh, absolute. Uh, the ending of that is pretty infamous. impossible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Del- Delta Max, which... 
theoretically <laughs> changes one BPM every uh, measure, <laughs> but in reality, that's not how, actually how the chart is. Um, it changes kind of in chunks, but it's constantly speeding up uh, by a little bit as you go. Uh, go for the top has a incremental slowdown sort of thing that's... The zoom that's very, space shuttle speed up? Well, that too, <laughs> but but right before yeah, the, the rocket... They're both the, hard. The rocket freeze. Yeah. Um, uh, cytokinesis is kind of infamous for this. It has a bunch of very small BPM changes. Uh, that's best. And some sudden kind of BPM changes, but they're all... They're definitely not factors of two. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of songs like this. Generally. Oh wow, Dory. Yeah. Chaos or not chaos? Pluto. Um, yeah. Yeah. So jo- some, Jomanda. Some songs like like Sakura and Absolute, for instance, they they kind of they have like a like a, a series of notes that kind of slow down like one after the other. Mm-hmm. But then NGO. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, NGO as well. Oh but man. I, I, I want to point out also that there's a huge difference between that and like uh, cytokinesis, for instance, uh, where basically they're like there's huge gaps between the notes um, as it's speeding up. Well, in the case of cytokinesis. No, cytokinesis it has it, that long run that speeds up constantly. That, yeah, but the then there's also the jumps too. The doom, doom. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And that, that's yeah. I feel like that's a, a whole nother challenge there because you you really really have to listen to the music there. You can't just, like, uh, in your head say, like, okay, slower on the next one, slower on the next one. Cytokinesis is just, like, a, I think, just special case, because it, it has so much different speed yeah. up and slowdowns, like, and they feel, like, based on the way the chart is, like, it's just, like, randomly inserted, like, this, okay, you have to know this specific, the way I learned it is, like, the specific left arrow at this point is when it then goes back to, like, 210 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, you just I have mean, to look at the chart. I mean, I know. literally don't even know what BPMs any, like, I... It's I, so hard. That's one of those songs... I have no idea what BPM it even starts at. Yeah, me either. <laughs> the, the first, so even the first, like, five arrows of it... I mean, like my okay, yeah. so like I've I've PFC'd it. Uh, Omid's PFC'd it. I think Steve probably has. I'm guessing. Um, uh, cytokinesis. It's a 19 perfects. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Raj and James probably pretty close. Yeah. Close, yeah. Close I, mean, I got a nine nine whatever. I played a lot, but, but it's it struggles. But my point is, is that that. It, you don't even necessarily need to know what the exact yeah. BPMs are. Um, if you can just, and Steve mentioned this earlier, of just like trusting the music, mm-hmm. um, which there are a few parts in Cytokinesis that are, that kind of psych you out. <laughs> Do not trust this, the music. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe trust Cytokinesis the music until you shouldn't. Might be a bad example. Yeah, but uh, if you just... You you really just kind of got to feel feel the rhythm in your soul. Um, <laughs> which, I mean... And if you can't feel the rhythm in your soul, you can open up Step Mania and you can look at where it's changing. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at the chart, and it'll show you where it changes tempo. Or you can watch on, on YouTube and you can just kind of take Yeah. Note. I mean, it depends what your goal is. Like, if your goal is to PFC it, you may need to do that. Yeah. If you're trying to combo it, you can probably combo most of it without needing to know every single like yeah. minute BPM change uh, just because the your error of margin is a lot higher. Um, but, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So I was going to say um, another general thing that I do with, and I'm just going to use very loose quotes here, gimmicky charts is, um, so I don't 
generally learn through Step Mania, mostly because the charts aren't written in Step Mania by the time they come out. Um, but what I do is I listen to where uh, where a BPM change or a stop is, and I kind of associate the changes to the music so that when I'm playing the song and I hear this part coming up, then I go, oh, this part is going to come up, so this is going to happen. And then it happens, and it's like, gotcha, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that that is... That's kind of what I meant by like trusting the music that mm-hmm. if, if you know, like, honestly, if you listen to a song a whole bunch, like it can help you. You don't even have to play in Step Mania. If you just listen to with the song a lot, it can help with this sort of thing. <sighs> Playing in Step Mania, though, yeah. helps a ton. Yes, it does. Like, yeah, I recommend space barring the sections that you're trying to figure out <laughs> and just like I did that. I played. Sorry to interrupt you, Steve. I, I oh, played no. Pluto the First for like an hour and a half straight, just like the last 20 seconds of it. Wow. Yeah, so we should uh, clarify for those who don't uh, play on Step Mania very much, but um, what Omid is referring to by space barring, which I love that term, <laughs> is uh, uh, Step Mania has, has an edit mode feature where you can actually edit the, the charts for songs, but in this case, you're, you don't want to edit it. Uh, it will also allow you to practice certain sections of the like song. Like Guitar Hero practice mode. Yeah, yeah like y- Guitar Hero Yeah, you can, you can just select exactly where you want to start mm-hmm. and exactly where you with want space bar. Uh, yeah, so, to, to end uh, with, with the space bar. Yeah, so you go, you go into edit mode and then, um, yeah, you, you can kind of figure this out uh, on, on your own, but uh, yeah, if you go into, into Step Mania's edit mode, you pick the song uh, and the difficulty and stuff, you can even choose your options. Um, which I actually can't remember how to do that exactly. Escape. Escape, but this is yeah. the best. I think. I think what Steve said is totally correct. Like, yeah. listen to the song, try Definitely to get into the song, get try to try to pair where the uh, speed of slowdowns are, and then just, <laughs> just yeah. put a Wow Dory like on your phone <laughs> yeah. and listen to that on repeat during your commute, commute to and from work every day. Yeah. And yeah. eventually you'll go insane and you won't, <laughs> you won't like DDR anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps when a song is good. Like, so, I mean, yeah. I would say cytokinesis is a good song. Better yeah. than Awadori. Um, yes. It's better than Awadori. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is just, just feeling it out. Honestly, like it, it's it, it's not like like as we'll talk about stops or you know these BPM changes where it's it's this very exact thing. I mean, it is it is exact, but you can't really do anything about it. You just kind of have to adjust on the fly, like mm-hmm. as a very subtle BPM change is happening. It's particularly difficult with with this gradual slowdowns like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Go for the Top and Sakura, where you just you just have to play it so many times that you kind of develop the muscle memory for slowing down. Yeah. Jamanda, the jumps. Yeah. I mean, and there's no shame in just eyeballing it sometimes. That's how I got it. Eyeballing it. I mean, yeah. That's how I play NGO. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah, NGO, you can't even trust the music because it's the entire song is like half a second off sync. Yeah. The, that you kind of do just have to do it visually and just literally try and time when the notes are overlapping. It's it's that's one of those ones that is very hard to uh, try and have a strategy for. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So specifically with the uh, gradual slowdowns and speeds, I have like uh, one little bit of advice that might works for me. It might work for you. 
Um, I do, so for gradual slowdowns, I really try to pay attention to the whole notes. Um, so like Sakura, for instance, at the end, it's sort of like a, a eighth note run. And um, one of the things that I do is I kind of like, I like assign the eighth notes to like one foot and the whole notes to the other foot. And I kind of let the, the eighth note foot do whatever it's doing. But the I, I focus on one foot and I make sure like that foot is hitting a little bit slower each time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like kind of like, because, uh, you know, the other foot will just do the the thing it's supposed to do automatically, basically. It's like that's right. kind of what muscle memory uh, is in, in the context of DDR. Um, but, yeah, I feel like kind of narrowing it down and sort of like uh, eliminating half of the notes that you have to focus on is like really, really helpful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ghost stepping for uh, songs like Cytokinesis, for instance, the part that I was talking about where the notes are really spread apart. Um, you know, you can kind of, that that ghost step that you do, the you know the the note that's not actually there, um, can be you know something that's that's to the music. Oh, and... was ghost stepping named after Steve? <laughs> oh, oh God! Yeah. Ghost. No, Please ghost don't step stepping. on me. He was he was originally ghost. <laughs> um, yeah. And the the I... interesting thing is, if a ghost really were stepping, would it make a sound? <laughs> yeah. Can ghosts trigger arrows? Oh yeah. You, you know, it's funny because I used to go by trigger. So you're just like you're <laughs> setting off all the 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 past names here. Oh, um, that's great. Um, and another thing I'll say is that a lot of these gradual slowdowns or speed ups have patterns to them where they may slow down or speed up uh every every measure or like every four notes or something like uh may for example it has the kind of gradual speed up and each sort of section of arrows has like speeds up by a little bit more a little bit more um so you can kind of think of it in chunks and go okay did that one the next one's a little bit faster did that one next one's a little bit faster as for the ending of may i have no idea I yeah, just, I, mean, I just eyeball it, but <laughs> it's just that to me, May is the reverse OTP, where it's like, <laughs> like the rest of the song is super easy. Do you just get the end? You can like, you can get a nice score. OTP is like, yep, it's like, well, that one's not easy, but it's like at least the rest of it's doable if you can hit like the first twelve notes. Yep. Um, but, uh, uh, hey, guess what? There's like a whole other category of these that we put together. Yeah, well, it, it's a little bit different. Um, while we're talking about BPM changes, the these are typically not songs that have, I mean, some of them do, have arrows in BPM changes, but coming out of very fast speedups. So, uh, Let's just say these are very, very, very hard to sight read. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. I, I named these You Gotta Memorize These. Mm-hmm. Uh, so songs like Tohoku Evolved, uh, First Time, which is a, a new, you know, relatively new song, Pluto mm-hmm. Relinquish, Valkyrie Dimension, uh, Over the Period, Dopamine, Revolutionary Addict. We Star mentioned, and Fantasia. Oh, st- yeah. Mm. Uh, the Endorphins mix, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, have... Sections where the the BPM doubles for a or or quadruples or whatever it is for a very very short period of time, and you just have to know what arrows are either in that section or coming out of it because you just like don't have time to react. Not right. to mention the series like um like series like the Rapongi series mm-hmm. where they all say one seventy BPM. Oh. Well, that yeah, that's a whole state, and they lie, right? But or, that's or, but I would say like that is that falls into the category of like Dalton said, quote, yeah, you, you just got to memorize know. these. Like, yeah, you just have to know. Or like London B says it's what three forty, but it's actually four twenty at the end. Right. Like, yeah. You just, just got to know these. Th- things. There's some of the stuff where like you could think that hypothetically, 
if you were playing some of this stuff on One X, mm-hmm. it might actually be doable. Like True. Revolutionary Addict or mm-hmm. Dopamine. Like if you were playing that on One X, you could kind of do it. Yeah. But the thing is, the rest of the song would be impossible. Yeah. So. Like so, first time would be impossible. Yeah, I don't like know how be so dense. fast it is. I mean, the ending, the 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 last step of Tohoku is like what twelve sixty BPM or something, something like that. Over and, a thousand. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Tohoku Evolved uh, has a jump at the on the last step. And it's always randomized as a corner jump, a, either like a left down jump or, a, you know, an upright jump or something. And it, every time you play it, it's different. So you basically just have to bracket a quad, mm-hmm. hit all four arrows at once and try to time it, even though there's no yeah, music going on. You have to time it and do the. Yeah, there's kind of there, there's kind of a whoosh sound, yeah. but it, it's one of those <laughs> things that you just have to. Uh, feeling yeah, I mean, I guess you might be able to go step it. I haven't I'd tried. Like to, I'd like I just to do what I feel. Sorry, uh, I like to impart with you guys some some uh, advice with that one. Yeah, I was actually uh, enjoying uh, Tohoku Evolved. So when I was working on the uh, difficult chart, I uh, so Spencer once said to me that uh, the the jump at the speed up like the very end happens four beats after the the chart starts again because it stops, and then after whatever mm. time four beats afterwards you do a jump. And at first I was like, okay, you know, that's cool, but how are you going to like count four beats the moment it starts up when you don't have any arrows? And so I was like looking on YouTube videos and, you know, counting on Step Mania. And the way I, the way I thought about it was it's 14 beats starting at one, the moment you hit the, the freeze jump, right? Like at that silent part. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, boom! Right there. And yeah, it sounds a little weird to count 14 whole beats, but what I do to pace myself is count 10 beats from the jump. And then when I hit 10, and that's when the chart starts up again, that's when I count one, two, three, four. Mm. So it's breaking apart uh, a. A stop and then just being able to guess from there like having like a kind of a reference point so to speak and I, I do the same thing with the max 300 in which it's like uh, even though there's no music you know you you you, uh, you hit the jump and then you like kind of count up until like a certain point for me it's like when the freeze arrows end and then I count another set of beats until the next arrow hits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everybody, uh, a lot of these songs, like, everybody kind of develops their own way of doing it. And some people, like, you know, will hear of, of, of a specific way to count from somebody else and be like, oh, that works for me. Um, so it's just, like, everybody kind of has their own way of, of, of doing things um, and just finding whatever works for you. Um, I've actually found that, like, sometimes trying to, like, Tohoku, for example, like, trying to count that long and stay on beat for me when there's, like, no music really and trying to time it that way would probably throw me off. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, don't tr- I don't trust myself to be able to stay on beat that entire time. It's too yeah, long. I'm not good at that. It's too that, long. That, honestly, I just kind of 
wing it and and like 70% of the time I can get a perfect at least mm-hmm. on that last jump but um, I mean I feel like the odd man out <laughs> no I mean, I mean you're I, probably doing it the right we, way yeah, it's just need, that yeah yeah no I mean th- that's yeah probably better but uh, again I'm saying whatever works for each person or exactly. whatever you yeah, feel absolutely. most comfortable with exactly. but this is this is why it's like fun to study and, and why it's important too because like Steve is going to have the the leg up on any tournament where something like this comes up because consistency. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I, I mean, we didn't even mention the, the middle of Tohoku Evolved has a speed up too that actually has arrows in it. That oh, you yeah. just have to memorize. You basically have to memorize yeah. on, on difficult, yeah. like luckily it's just like a left-right Correct. drill on, on expert. It's kind of like a fairly simple run. And then on challenge, it, it's a Scooby. Like that's crazy crossover <laughs> so in the middle of it for, an, you know, the 18. Um, stuff like Pluto Relinquish has has uh, jumps that are, I guess, 800 BPM. Yeah. Um, but it kind of leads you into them based on, because it has, like, holds before them. And I think, in most cases, the the jump following them is, like, whatever steps the hold isn't on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if it's, like, a left-right hold, then it's, like, an up-down jump. There's also the really cool slowdowns at the end where I think it goes one-eighth speed, where it's just, like, I guess it's half speed. But those are really cool, too. And, uh, again, you, if you don't know that that's coming, it's a slowdown, but you just have to memorize it. As far as the memorizing stuff goes, it's you know it's just one of those things where it, it's kind of frustrating that you can't just do it, mm-hmm. but this is where the replay value comes in. Although I think we're probably going to have a conversation about that uh, in, in some of the questions that the audience gave us. Yeah, we're... Uh going yeah already going really in depth here but uh i mean to be honest i it'd just be boring if you could just do everything one shot right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't i wouldn't want to play a game like that like i i need like you know pluto the first and pluto have grown on me like i knew that they would and i knew i was gonna hate that and it and feels I, cool it's just yeah, to it do something really cool. you conquered that something is cool right like yeah. it feels so much cooler to do something like i don't know the slowdown in Max Unlimited than it does to just play some 160 BPM song with 16th notes the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, there's just the people watching you are like, oh, how do you do that? Yeah. You must do this a lot. Right. It's like, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I usually, I, I usually tell people, like, no, we don't memorize songs, but then you play Chaos and it's like, <laughs> okay, I memorized this one a little bit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do. Um, speaking of Chaos, uh, we also got a hit on stops here. We'll try and oh, run man. through it a little bit faster. Stops, I think, probably a little bit easier. Um, so, so stops are when the uh, chart literally stops scrolling. So, um, with slowdowns and speed ups, it's about the scroll speed, right? We've talked about that ad nauseum now. Um, but I think stops are interesting because you almost have to know when the music is going to restart, when the chart is going to restart again. And so now we're gonna. It's a, it's a like BPM that. change of zero. There you go. It goes down <laughs> yeah, to yeah. zero BPM. Zero yeah. back to original or yeah. even back to... Yeah, I mean, sometimes BPM. there's stops going into slowdowns. Yep, yep, That's yep. why we kind of decided to group these things together because there's a lot of songs that have multiple of them. Like yep. Monkey Business, as James said earlier, has stops and slowdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one? Gaia uh has like whoop, it, whoop. yeah it, it, it like alternates kind of between a stop and a slowdown yeah. sort of thing yeah um so it, it's kind of good to talk about them together but again sort of regular stops would be stops that the that are 
uh, a quarter note or an interval of a quarter note long, whether that's one beat or, you know, two or f usually not three, but either usually one, two, or four. Or um, the, 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 oh, then there's sorry. like what in between, I think, is the one that's like eight or six. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like really, it's really 11, long. I, think. I thought, wasn't it? I don't know. It's really long, though. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Steve? I, I was going to say one of the uh, earliest uh, examples of a stop is uh, Abyss from Fifth Mix. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Super yeah. long stop also. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Ecstasy also. Ecstasy, There's two yeah. stops. Yep. Ecstasy. Yep. It, it always, whenever I would play those songs, it always feels like the arrow, like during the stop, it always feels like the arrows are like spacing out more. It, yeah, it, it, and it, they're it, scrolling it feels like the opposite direction. Yeah, it feels like something. they're scrolling yeah. down yeah. for like oh, a little yes. bit. Like, it just shows the fact that you're just this machine made of like <laughs> meat that can be fooled. It's <laughs> uh, funny that it wasn't just me that felt uh, that too. Yeah. Hey, I'm a meat machine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was trying to come up with some examples of this but, but I mean, there's so many. Yeah, so I definitely want to talk about Paranoia Respect because I feel like that's one example of a song where, like, if you do not go step and you do not take the quarter... They're all quarter note stops. You don't take them seriously. Like, you will do worse, I, I believe, on the song than if you did try to at least go step and keep the rhythm um, because the song itself is stopping when there are chart stops and so you really do yourself a service when you just keep the simple beat like again if, if the song is like tap 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 if you just fill in those extra gaps uh, when there are no taps like you'll just hit the next arrow by feeling the rhythm in your soul yeah yep. um, and i think that there are a lot of songs like that but for me personally paranoia respect is the most pronounced Yes. Uh, I think uh, the end of Egoism 440 is similar, too. You can't really go-step that, but um, mm -hmm. I feel like you if you listen to the song enough... Yeah, I mean, that's like super high-end of stops. Yeah, but it's one. It's I feel like it's one of the most satisfying, because it is like something... You know, earlier when we were talking about slowdowns, we were talking about, you know, just listening to the song over and over again. I feel yeah, like. Fascination Max uh, Love Mix, it's yeah. all eighth notes, but they're syncopated very strangely, so you have yeah. to almost... It kind of... I, I think that's an interesting song because it's going to fit in multiple categories that we're going to talk about, but... Yeah, it's um, true. Yeah. But, but it is ultimately eighth note yeah. stops. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to practice, like, really easy quarter note stops, though, like, mm -hmm. I another phase mm -hmm. has one oh, that, that yeah. it... it it just stops, and then there's still kind of music going in the back. Paranoid Respect is hard because there's really not a lot going in the background mm -hmm. to go step two. That's true. But something like Another Phase or even like Cosmic Hurricane, which are basically the same song. Generally, <laughs> tag songs. Tag yeah. stops tag are like... Songs. Yep. Yeah, that, that it's just really easy to just sit there and, and count like one, two, three, four, and then you just go again. Yep. Um, Abyss is still in the game, like James mentioned. Abyss, you can play Abyss. It's also fairly pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Un de Trois, Un de Trois has one also. Yeah. Um, yeah, very that's pretty. That's a pretty simple song. Yeah, so. yeah, it's like a ten, a ten or something. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I think I'm, my advice here is to to find these songs that have stops. Like if you're just starting out, um, or not even just starting out, but if you're you know mid range player, or whatever, um, is to really like. Pro, like consciously practice go stepping at these stops um the the really simple ones because yeah. then like later on when and we'll talk about some more complicated ones that you know it'll help you to have that fundamental of uh you know not just 
guessing at when the music is going to start again. And, and again, this is a time when knowing the song uh, yeah. like helps out. Um, the opening stop of Over the Period, like out of the first slowdown into the, kind of the rest of the song is like infamously really difficult for people. That's one that I... I feel like I've heard the song enough times I've played it that like I I can just time it kind of by feel, but also because I yeah, just there's like, a reverse crash there that it's like it's that that kind of build up crash. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's kind of like a little a, a whoosh sort of yeah. thing like going into it that I can just kind of for the most part usually time all right. I mean maybe fifty percent of the time I guess, but so yeah, but I, I mean it, yeah. it's hard to because the beginning of over the period has a bunch of subtle you know, mm-hmm. BPM changes, and then it goes from slow into fast. It uh, Pluto is like this too, that mm-hmm. when you're transitioning from a stop into a faster BPM section, you have to go step at at that new yeah. uh, y- y- BPM, which can be very difficult because you're that's not the BPM you were just playing at. Um, so... Yep. Yeah, just, just try and get the fundamentals down of the you know quarter note stops, um, and then move on to more complicated things, uh, like songs with half note <laughs> stops or things that are like three and a half measures long that are are very strange. Yeah, or not yeah. measures three so, three and a half beats. Steve, can you can you just touch on Pluto CSP? Just what just what what, what is or just Pluto is, in general? Yeah, just what like a lot of people hate Pluto. Like so I know much. it now. I know the end of the CSP now. But like how, why and how and when and and why and, so, and, and where? Let me gush about let me gush about Pluto for for a little bit. Uh, Please do. Yes. Thing thing about Pluto is just when you understand the song. And I don't mean like understand like what Naoki meant by any of it because I don't know if anybody will understand what he meant. But uh, if you just like listen to the song enough times, and you just you know trust that it's all eighth notes essentially, like Pluto CSP, I don't think it goes too much faster than uh, eighth notes at two hundred. Even at the slowdowns, those sixteenths are just eighth notes at two hundred essentially, or two thirty. Or whatever, mm-hmm. but the the thing is like, it's just eighth notes. So you just listen to the song and you just go, okay, you know, bum 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 ba dum, bum bum ba dum, and then you just develop like a sort of like consistent beat in your head, it so to speak. I'm not even sure how to explain it. It's like in my head when I play it, I just have my own uh, complement to Pluto playing in my head so (laughs) as the music you know like as this chart stops and the pianos are mashing in my head i have like this consistent beat of just like okay cool i can just go with that the song or is it like assist take on the steps because i think that that's a really interesting like i i tend to have and i know a lot of good like really good players do this too is like they they know what the steps should sound like so which is it for you is it like the tempo of the song or the steps it's, I guess, the steps, but it's mostly because I've developed my own ghost steps to kind of mm-hmm. complete it, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, I guess you don't really hear this much in uh, the CSP because it's just straight eighth runs. But with the the expert chart, if you watch Chris's video on him ever seeing the expert chart, his on ghost 5X. steps are, are very, very similar to my ghost steps. 
So what he does to fill in the gaps is just uh, it's essentially what I'm thinking of, and like with my own beat in my own head. And then with the yeah, challenge I, chart. Oh, sorry. I I, th- I think like everybody can kind of benefit from uh, just completing the song in your head. Like if you know the song well, like playing it along in your brain as you're playing it, mm-hmm. um, and filling in the gaps where there are stops um, to kind of keep yourself on beat. It, it, it's a very weird thing to describe. Yeah, a lot. Of, also, with ghost steps, when you're trying to come up with them, like, just kind of feel it out. Mm-hmm. You, well, it's, it's definitely a ton of trial and error. You can, yeah, it's, it's not going to be perfect the first time, and it can help to watch a video of someone good like Chris playing something like Pluto and MF seeing it. But what you come up with might not be the same as what someone else would come up with. And it's really, you just got to like let go and start adding the notes. Mm -hmm. Even though it, even though you might be wrong. Like that's, I think a lot of times when people are reluctant to add ghost steps, they're like, oh, what if I get a miss or something? It's like, well, yeah, you might get a miss or or something. But if you aren't going to add the ghost steps, you're probably going to get greats anyway. Yeah. So you might as well, you know, go big yeah i i I just i just went through this with trying to learn chaos uh expert of trying to come up with ghost steps because for the longest time i was like oh i just need a a grateful combo on it or whatever like i can kind of bs the stops i can get them close enough that i can still get greats on them but then when you you're like oh now i need to pfc this you have to have like reliable uh rhythms and adding ghost steps to these stops uh, to, you know, so that you're not just guessing, yeah. um, you know, on, on something like chaos or, or, or Pluto. Right. Um, and adding steps on the middle, like the, the middle panel, the oh, metal yes. part. I do that a Really lot. important because yeah. a lot of times, again, what people fear when they are like, oh, should I or should I not add ghost steps? They're like, well, what if I'm on the wrong arrow just do it on the one that doesn't have an arrow on <laughs> yeah um and, and that's another thing that i noticed that it, when you're coming up with ghost steps it's not just about the rhythms but you can add them to complete uh patterns mm-hmm. that are weird yes. and like like trying to add ghost steps in uh the slowdown of london evolved a i knew that's what you were going to say <laughs> because the pattern of the arrows it's so weird. It's pretty whack. That really that weird. that adding ghost steps is not comfortable there at all. Like no matter how you do it, you're either having to cross over, like add crossover ghost steps, or like double step ghost steps, which is usually what you want to avoid. Mm-hmm. Double ghost steps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know Roger and I both love hunting for low level MFCs. It's like oh um, yeah, it's really fun. Pick them out. Um, it's only you got, you got a ton recently, so congratulations. Thanks. Um, but I think like uh, I'll, I'll let Roger kind of quickly describe what his strategy is. But for me, um, songs like um, Cutie Chaser, uh, like the beginning of it, where it's like da 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 like those uh, those yellow notes that are skips that you have to snipe basically. Yeah. I always 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 use the center panel to complete those into triple notes. Yeah. You da 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 da. It's like, very um, essential. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can't MFC without adding the center panel to complete those phrases. Like. Yeah. So even yeah. even practicing ghost steps on songs that uh, on it. songs that don't yeah. have BPM changes. Yeah. 
yeah or or stops or whatever mm-hmm. just getting in the habit of ghost stepping i mean you, you don't you might as well add ghost steps on literally every single song <laughs> just make every if you're song you're not doing that then you needed to start doing add that. add make every song just a 16th i love and, ghost stepping the 480 bpm speed up at valkyrie <laughs> that's my, oh, that's my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is uh, we're mostly joking but it, it actually is kind of a fun exercise to do and you know you might it might make you better <laughs> not that not specifically that but, I mean you, know, you could do that, do that you're like out of breath by the time you have to hit the upper do, do, do the ending of uh, Neutrino the huge gap in, in Neutrino right before the end you just oh, yeah. turn it all into a 16th note no, I, really would, I, no, I wouldn't actually, joke that, at all I would say like if a song is below like 170 beats per minute and it's like eighth notes, mm-hmm. like I'm always going to be adding ghost steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dalton, I was uh, going to say um, with Neutrino, it might be a good idea to add ghost steps just to keep your legs moving, but that's oh, for yeah. a different mm-hmm. subject. Yeah. For yeah. A different no, for, episode. for sure. I, I, I wouldn't do 16th. So I'd do, uh, I think Kevin was actually saying in, uh, Kevbo was saying in Discord earlier that, you know, he adds, uh, eighth notes yeah i do that for things like gaia mm-hmm. where there's just like a drill and then nothing and then a drill yeah. right it's like yeah. you got it you got to keep moving or else you're gonna yeah. anyway that's not that's not a tempo change yeah um and then there's there's stops that are just weird uh max 300 nobody knows how it works uh stella sinestra don't even talk about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, um, so max 300 is actually max 300 is actually in nine four so it's like it's on it's it's on like the eleventh beat or something. It's like on the eleventh and a half can, beat. Like so, yes. the easiest way to do it that is possible to also do with OTP over the period is when you see the OK flash after you get the free zero, just count to four. It's <laughs> on the fourth beat. That's um, how I for do OTP, it. It's on the first beat. So you for OTP when you see the OK, um, it's four beats at two hundred. So one, two, three, four. Then it starts on one again. Yeah, bah, bah, bah. that's usually so, how I do it. And Max 300 is very similar. It's just there's one fewer from what I just said. So Max 300, you see the OK. You held the freezer. You saw the OK. Um, at 150 BPM, I guess, it's one, two, three. Yeah. Arrow. One, two, three. Arrow. Yeah. But I know this in theory, but it's very, it's very so hard, hard to do. do. <laughs> uh, yes. I get it like 20% of the time. Stella Sinestra is another weird one. Uh, that, that one feels Nobody weird knows how to time. It also, uh, there's no reason to play it other than hey, get okay. it away. I, 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 <laughs> right? I've had, I like it. I think it's uh, a fun I like, chart. I like the, uh, the sort of the step jumps at the end. I like 12th notes. I like those. 12th. I like the song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess. Anyway, and then there's the reason, <laughs> so which you have no reason to ever play. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, why that... am I being negative? Let's, all the songs are good. <laughs> I, I really hate the reason a lot more than Stella Sinestra. Uh, yeah, so there's just occasionally some songs. I don't know if they're bad cuts or if the, the <laughs> stops just are the, just wrong the or, song... or they're just weird or, or whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah, I, just, don't, I don't know. Like you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be even. Right? Yeah, like, you can yeah. just put whatever you want, especially with the reason, which is just played by some guys. <laughs> it's not even a computer. So. <laughs> yeah. The hard thing about the reason is how you can't rely on your like existing knowledge of how the colors of the notes work in DDR because the the six it's they both. Uh, both of the stops quote unquote start on sixteenth notes, but they're not actually like. 
they're not and uh one and uh beat yeah they're like yeah. they're like kind of on beat starts but they look i don't know it's they, really they it's look so confusing off. and silly um shall we go just, to questions well just just to sort of wrap up here um at least with with this section um steve you just have any you had a lot to say about why you like charts like this that that I, I think a lot of people avoid charts like this uh myself included for a long time i avoided stuff that has stops because i'm like i don't want to waste my money yeah. playing something that i don't know i'm gonna mess up um so why do you in particular having played pluto over 600 times it's almost <laughs> over 700 times at this point oh you're God. gonna have to update your twitter but twitter bio can yes. we hang up on him now <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> joking i love you buddy and so, so so what do you what do you like about uh these kinds of songs what, what do you think they bring to ddr so first i think they add a lot of interesting replayability um it's like you 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 try it for the first time and then you know it throws a curveball at you and you're just like what i didn't expect this you know and then you know you, you try it again uh, some people might find that frustrating, and I understand that. You know, you don't want to, you don't like the feeling of being told you're wrong, and especially with something that doesn't make sense to you, or failing, right? Yes, yes, especially that. I, I actually did not like the fact that Pluto was an encore extra stage song. I thought that was really unfair. I mean, and so was Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but at least with like Chaos, it was just you know, it was just there. Like, you didn't have to play it. But with, with Pluto, it's like, I guess it was just like the next event song. And also, I guess people knew that it was going to be part of a boss rush because of a whole Supernova 2 leak. But that's like different DDR history right there. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But yeah, it's just like this like feeling of uh, a frustration that I can understand coming from DDR players. Uh, of just like something that doesn't make sense but what I love about it is that when you make sense of it especially with like completing a rhythm in my own head about Pluto or some other weird song when you complete it and then you see those marvelouses come up it's just like you, you feel like you've crossed that boundary that almost arbitrary boundary that DDR is like trying to throw at you and then you're just like really going into the music you know and um i i think like there's something to be uh uh enjoyed like there's something to to take out of like listening to a song and like just understanding what the rhythm is and then just going with it you know because i think people like straightforward charts because they can read through it they can just, you know, step on it and they don't have to second guess themselves. And there's not there's not much having to like put so much faith in what you understand of the game. You know, you, you see it and you do it. And that's easy. But when you learn and then you, you put into practice what you've learned, that's like a lot more rewarding, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you have to try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. There, there, there's there's a lot more effort. But when you get it, when you have like your strategy in place and you start, you know, applying it, then it's just like, it's like, wow, I can, you know, like, I get it, you know? And even if I don't get it, even if, even if I like sight read a song and it's, it has a bunch of stops, 
I know what to do. I know how to approach it. I know how to learn it. And then it's just some it's it's a it's another song in your arsenal to pick against people who don't want to go through that effort of learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well said. Yeah. 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 I, I I think that yeah, like you said, it's it's very it's rewarding to do it. Yeah. Um it requires a lot of effort and work. Because you're working we, for it. Which is which is not to say that other things in in DDR that don't involve this stuff can't be rewarding. Like MFCs are rewarding or yeah. like... Yeah, but that involves work, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I, it, so this is just a different type of work that yeah. I think a lot of people don't necessarily like you putting know, it, in the effort for. It depends on like what you're playing the game for. I think it's one of those things where like, are, are you playing this video game to be really, really, really good at this video game? Right. Are you playing this video game to de-stress and like forget about Exercise. your troubles of yeah. your of your normal day like i could understand how depending on how seriously you take it or not like wh- if you don't take it that seriously and you just want to like slam your feet and like <laughs> get some exercise yeah and you might not want to do this because it like is discouraging yeah and if you have a lot of other stuff going on it makes sense but like if you want to be good you got to do this. And also, like, these are levels in a video game, right? Like, when you're designing mm-hmm. levels in a video game, you are trying to challenge the player. Right. Like, if the straightforward songs are like levels in Mario that are just you running forward with no pits <laughs> and no enemies, and then you jump at the end and get the goal and you're done. Like... That wasn't hard. Like you yeah. didn't, you know. Maybe you could do it faster or whatever. But I don't know. It's it really just depends on what you're going for. And I think a lot of times, like the people have opinions about whether these kind of gimmicks are good or bad. And sometimes I think what it is is that they can't quite decide which one of these camps that they're in at the time. Like they can't decide. Like, do I want to be like really good at DDR or I do I just like want to like quote like relax mm-hmm. with the exercise or, or or get that easy the the easier reward of maybe playing a 16 or a 17 that is straightforward yeah um that doesn't require necessarily a lot of studying it's more uh th- these are more mental songs right mm-hmm. rather than physical of like prey for example to 10 bpm runs yeah you know that's a physical test mm-hmm. whereas like playing like i literally i i pfc prey was my first 18 in less than 10 tries but it's telling that you could do that right well yeah. yes so that's one skill but like chaos which is a 14 chaos expert took me god knows how i mean i learned it 12 years ago or whenever supernova came out then and then forgot it and then relearned it now and it took me, you know, however many, you know, 20 tries or something to PFC it. Yeah. That it, because it's so much more mental and it requires this different skill set. And, and which one it, did you feel more satisfied about? Um, honestly, probably pray if we're yeah. being honest. But that maybe not the best example because that's like an 18. But there are 17s that I PFC'd that I was just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, like, be a hero or or, or uh, catch our fire or something. Like, that's not mm-hmm. super rewarding. 
versus like chaos of like having to like work at it and and like actually like when I finished, I was like, yes! And you feel, like, really good about it. Yeah. Um, like, I felt so much more strongly about PFC and Chaos than I did, like, half the 17s yeah, I have. that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, just, like, having gone through this, like, amethyst grind process, like, which is, like, a long process, I think that I feel better about, like you just said, like, I feel more proud of the awadori like 70 perfect or whatever i got <laughs> pfc than like my first 400 pfcs like i just don't even yeah. care about those but like i got awadori and like <laughs> that feels so good even though it's like literally my most um high like my highest perfect count pfc on a 14 mm-hmm. it doesn't matter yeah the fact that i got it because it's one of these insanely complicated mental i love the i love the idea of physical test versus mental test yes. um I think that's a great way to think about this entire episode. I'm totally in for DDR for the mental game, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I would say uh, also um, for skilled, like really skilled players, I guess the general uh, ITG crowd and the, the ones that, you know, like enjoy more straightforward charts. I, I don't know how much they would agree with this, but I would say that like understanding quote unquote gimmicky charts like Pluto um, it it's a skill set because you're not memorizing the stops themselves, or at least I wouldn't suggest that you memorize the stops themselves. I would say that it's a skill set because you're um, you're like I said before, just trusting the music. So you're not you're not second guessing the rhythm that you have. You know, you have a consistent understanding of the song that you're playing. So it's, you're you're not just like. Oh, you know, it's a straightforward stream or a, or a, a rhythm, a, a musical rhythm that's like just very like simple to follow. You know, you're you're listening to something that's broken apart, that isn't as uh, intuitive, and you're you're doing something in your head. You're applying some sort of mental gymnastics that allows yeah, you're, you're you to, becoming more more in tune yeah, with the music. It really, allows you to to focus on the music in a way that more straightforward songs don't present you the challenge of doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, let's try and run through some questions that we got from Twitter here pretty quick. Um, first up, we had one from NRM, who you mentioned earlier. I don't know if you guys play together, if you're at the same arcade or not. We um, we, we, we uh, have some close encounters. Cool. Um, so he had, we already touched on most of this, but there's one thing I wanted to hit. He said, what's your preferred way of dealing with tricky stops? Uh, become really familiar with the song and feel it in your soul. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> already talked about that. Study in Step Mania, all analytical. Yep, that's me. Yep. <laughs> Though uh, I, I will say that sometimes I, I notice practicing ghost steps and, and stuff in Step Mania doesn't always translate to your feet. It's true. Particularly well, or at least it takes a while to like transfer that the muscle memory from your fingers to your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still helps. Uh, and then last, he says, spam it and hope to get lucky. Also me. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all of the above, I think, is the answer. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah. he says, for me, it's a combination of all three with varying distributions. Yeah. So I, I like I that agree. last part of, of, like, spam it and hope to get lucky. Because <laughs> uh, we mentioned Stella Sinestra earlier. Oh, yes. And, and there's a... a, a <laughs> I was in a Facebook group chat the other day and, and people were talking about how that is like so hard to time. And I was like, well, I, I don't know. I, I got it like on my third try. 
but like I didn't actually know how the stop went. <laughs> I like just timed it and I got yeah. lucky yeah. and happened to PFC yeah. the yeah, rest I had to of play, the I had to play like 30 times in order to get it. Yeah, so like I just, I mean, it's rolling the dice, so I just happened to get it on my third try and like haven't really touched it since. Um, Likewise, I think Revolutionary Addict, I know there, there's a part in Revolutionary Addict that speeds up really fast into like, uh, you know, a couple of notes. Um, and I think it's like left, right, and then down. <laughs> but again, it's... I mostly spam it. I just kind of like hope for the best, and sometimes it works. So yeah, it, it depends on uh, how much time you want to devote to a specific song. I think. Yep. Um, so next up, we had one from uh, Dayani Heliocentric. It says, uh, "How do you handle stops and BPM changes in a sight read?" Or is the answer just literally don't? This sight is a read? great question, and I think <laughs> yeah, I think the I love sight reading, and I actually have a big sight reading announcement pretty soon. Oh, so cool. keep your cool. eyes out for that. Um, but uh, for me, it's always, always, always try to uh, recognize patterns. It's more of a puzzle game than it is like a music game at that point. So um, what is the song? What is the song doing? What is the chart designer doing with the song? And then where am I going to see this pattern again? Um, Get in the head of the, of the chart designer. Ex- exactly. So I think, I think the answer for me is, is uh, pattern recognition. Yeah, things usually come in fours. Yes. So like, sure. so like a, songs, a slowdown yeah. will probably probably last yep. four or eight or sixteen mm-hmm. measures or whatever. And same thing with a stop. A stop in most cases um, are is going to last, you know, four beats or something. Yeah. Sometimes there's there's audible cues about something exactly. that's going to change. Crescendos, decrescendos. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. like uh, EDM yeah. is the one that mm-hmm. first came to mind. You know, like um, has that. Actually, I think you mentioned it. Like a reverse crash. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Like and that's like you know that when it gets to the end there, something's going to happen. So sometimes you you can. Um, start to look ahead a little bit. I know you said don't do that. Roger said don't look ahead because uh, it'll freak you out. But when you're sight reading, I think it's important. Exactly. It's like you, you hear yeah, it depends something. on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah you're hearing yeah. something in the music. You know something's going to change. You look ahead a little bit. And you're like, ah, oh, I think I see a stop. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been like sight read ITG tournaments, and the songs do have BPM changes and stops in them. And I mean, you you just kind of have to be familiar with the general mechanics of the game. Um, and, and like, understand how these things typically show up, like, how long a stop is usually going to be. Um, but also, if you're playing a song, and then all, like, you suddenly see... You're coming to the end of a measure, uh, and you suddenly see a bunch of really dense notes. Yeah. Like, it's, What's going on it's here? probably a slowdown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. you're like, no, these aren't 30-second notes at... You know, 160 BPM yeah, or whatever. Not gonna be yeah, a thing. this twelve is not going to throw sixteenth runs at me. <laughs> yeah, um, so it it's just a kind of matter of like being familiar with how these things function. Something that I noticed that M- most most oh. typically at least. Sorry, uh, something that I noticed DDR's doing lately is like having cues, so so to speak, with their stops. Like for example, Astrogazer. Uh, you see, like the those notes are very short freeze arrows, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's like kind of your cue that you know, you're you're supposed to hold on to them, even though they're really short, and then mm-hmm. you know, the song for like stops. a half beat, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's like, exactly. It's kind of like a, a visual cue, like this is gonna do something, and it's like yeah, it, oh, it, it looks kind of out of place to have two 
jumps like that withholds. Yeah. Um, Astrogazer is a good example. I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Uh, Algorithm kind of does the same thing where at the end, but it, those aren't holds, I don't think. They're just regular jumps. That's one where you just have to know the song goes, duh, duh. Yeah, but for people trying to practice these mm-hmm. kind of things, yeah. like those are, are relatively simple. Definitely. You know, things that you can do. Uh, they are towards the end of the charts. Um, but yeah, it, it looks very out of place in Astrogazer to have like, oh, why are there just like two jump holds right here? Like that isn't what the song sounds like, really. Um, so even even when you're sight reading, you can still kind of figure it out. Yeah. I think Derek's question follows up nicely um, at It's D. Vogan. What makes you like or dislike placement of gimmicks in any given chart? And for me, I think it's just the antithesis of the last answer, which is when there is no pattern. Um, like is that when, what makes you dislike them? Yeah, oh. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have been specific. Like when um, for disliking, I think it's like when it makes no sense and it just feels like like for example, chaos to me. Like the first twenty times I played it, I disliked it, and then once I finally learned it, I liked it. Right, which yeah. is like because it's a mental game. But I think like if you're talking about initially. Um, Derek, like I would say for me, I dislike it when it feels like just scattered and there's no pattern to it and I can't make sense of it like the first 10 times. Yeah, I think chaos is a good example because I think there are stops in chaos that make sense and they work. Right. But then there's that like middle section mm-hmm. that is is way, at least for me, way harder than the, the rest of the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. It has a couple holds and and stuff in it it's not it's not the extra beat but no like i like that part actually but there's a section before that yeah that that has just like what seem like random notes and random stops like the music keeps going but the song the chart stops oh exactly yes and like that's that's the part of chaos i don't like the first time i think it's a good example of this of of good or bad bad because oh. uh, I feel like a lot of that is uh, the music keeps going, but it's stopping for some reason. I don't really know why. Oh, yeah. Or or slowing down or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I'm curious to hear Steve's answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I I will say the the one example of a of a stop that I've disliked for the longest is Pluto the first, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. right near the end. For the mm-hmm. difficult chart, it's two jumps. Mm-hmm. And I think Demo knows very well, how, very well how painful this part is. <laughs> and I think the part that I don't like about it is, I don't know if it's the stop or the notes, but the notes are on a 16th, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, oh, I can, musically, I can think of this as Pluto, only with like different instruments, you know, it's like a rearranged Pluto. But then that one part comes up and the stop is just ever so slightly longer and it makes ever so slightly less sense, but just <laughs> enough to give me greats a mm-hmm. lot of the time. And it's just, I definitely feel that frustration that I've, I've almost forgotten about by now. Cause it's like, why, why are you there? You don't make much sense to me. Like, it's just wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's objectively wrong. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. For for likes, I would say when it accentuates the the song or the chart, like blew my mind. I think is a absolutely you know new yeah. decade blew my yeah. mind. These like really high energy songs that it's just like 
yeah, New Century D D R. I think those, those I are think, like so uh, fun. Des- the stops and destination. Destination. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, perfect example. They're hard. they're kind of hard. Yeah. They're sort of weird. Uh, yeah. Do. But in destination, there's a pattern. Yeah. As well. So and, like, and you can even better. Like if you're playing it, if it, if it's a sight read, you can almost kind of guess the second stop because it's a pattern. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's that makes that a lot of fun. I I, I think for for like. I would definitely say and agree with Happy Lucky Yappy. Oh, that that one stop, Chef Kiss. That that stop slaps harder <laughs> than a human cooking a chicken. <laughs> it's it's so cool. I guess I'm the odd one out because I hate that song. Oh, oh that song. That, I mean, it's the, tough. The, the stop is pretty good. It's really good. Um, it's very destinationy. Yeah. So and then we had a number of questions from. Uh, at two clutch at grave shift 69 at hamlet ej about if we think ddr should have uh c mods or or m mods uh as i think we talked about it before but a c mod uh in step mania and in the groove where you can just set and it's now in like pump it up as well you can just set it to uh well i guess pump it pumps up, it but, more but like it's an m mod, mod mm-hmm. but c mods specifically eliminate stops and uh bpm changes they they make the song scroll at the same speed it just flattens everything out yep constant that's the c constant constant yeah m M mods are i would say m stands for make make it this speed makes it this (laughs) speed or auto or yeah maximum it's maximum it's it's more like floating high speed in in 2dx right it's saying that the maximum high speed i want is the number and yeah. everything yeah. else will just adjust based on that. Like, you'll get floating high speed 2DX, it'll just put it on, like, 1.71X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And which, cause y- yeah. It's, just, it's just you want to hit the maximum, and then everything else kind of just uh, the ratio. I, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't necessarily mind that in DDR, but I don't know about C mods. I feel Definitely the same not. way. Yeah, I, I'm pro M. I think the only way that C mods could work is if they DQ'd you. Like ITG, they have to, yeah. Like, and I mean, if there's a slowdown or a stop or something, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's fine. Yeah, I. Eh, that's I don't how know ITG was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how ITG was, but I don't know if that's like yeah. the right way to do it or not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think my knee-jerk reaction would be saying no C mods ever. But there's no home version of DDR, so maybe they're not, Maybe it would be nice if there was a way to train. Yeah. In the arcade, if you're willing to spend your money to play and not have your score count, I think it would be okay. Yeah, I I, I feel bad about, you know, if I want to pick Pluto or, or something and I'm playing with somebody who's not oh, yeah. familiar with it, or even a song that just has a slowdown in it and, you know, the, the person I'm playing with does, doesn't know it or, you know, is, is still trying to learn the game or whatever, right. that's just like an added layer of difficulty that they mm-hmm. may not be ready for yet yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, so I think sometimes it would be nice to at least as like an introductory thing or like a training tool of, you know, giving people that option. Yeah, like you can turn off jumps. Like you should be able to maybe have a constant scroll rate. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it pro- ma- maybe give you a, a purple lamp or something mm-hmm. um, or come up with another color of lamp. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think C mods will happen. Um, I really hope M mods happen. It feels like yes. the only rhythm game that doesn't have it. Yeah. So um, it could happen. Yeah, since Puff it, it Up has it. it yeah. It, we'll it, see an Ace Two O. It could. Um, and then last question here. Yeah, I put it at the end because I think it could be potentially a bit contentious. Oh boy. Uh, and we've, I think, talked about it before. Um, 
at Zyhavik says, are you in favor of BPM, BPMs and stops used as a means to artificially rate, artificially, I'll put in quotes, uh, raise the difficulty of songs, or would you rather have more straightforward songs? Um, and it, it, he mentions the lack of non-gimmick 18s come to mind. Mm. Like, because basically the only 18s without BPM changes or stops are Prey and, like, Nageki no Ki. And Schrodinger's and Schrodinger now, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say I am in favor of using. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're all kind of consensus here. Like, yeah. I think, I well, think it, what do you think about the, the the community at large? I think the community at large is kind of what Roger was alluding to, which is like they want more straightforward things to feel good, um, which is fine. I mean, that's just like they just have more of both. Yeah, honestly, yep. like yeah. the yeah, yeah. So the artificially thing, like. The whole thing is artificial. Yeah, like, that's how I feel. The too. song is artificial. The game is artificial. Yeah, I don't agree with that like, wording. The metal is artificial. What What's not artificial about it? Where, right. where are you going to draw the line between right. artificial? I know what you're saying, but like, what makes a song yeah, naturally same. hard? Yeah, like you know, the difficulty has to come from somewhere. Yes. Like Dalton just talked about how he PFC'd prey in like a very short time, not not very many tries, and. Would you have been able to do that if the runs were at half speed? If nope. Exactly. So, okay, like, <laughs> so one is harder That's than so the artificial, other. Artificial though. <laughs> yeah, but who cares? No, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, I just yeah the frame. Yeah, like that. Because... You know that that piranha plant, Mario. It's just artificially <laughs> put there to, to hurt you. It's like okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, if you, th- I think we all think of DDR as its own thing rather than as a video game. Yeah, right. Um, like, like, but it is. I mean, you, no, I know, but yeah. you, but you mentioned, you know, having difficult sections of a Mario level or you know whatever whatever other game you're playing. Yeah, you got to memorize every Mega Man level or you're, you're <laughs> done, right? Yeah, and you know, all or most video games have these difficulty levels like all of a sudden there'll be a bunch of enemies somewhere or whatever and you have to like sit there and like learn out learn the the pattern of them or or whatever it's like this is the equivalent of it um it it may not be exactly how the song sounds or whatever but like is that any is adding crossovers artificial like yeah where where do you where do you do that yeah is is adding crossovers in in a chart like artificially increasing the difficulty because it's like no it should be a straight well, it's a harder pa- yeah it's a <laughs> yeah, harder it's, it's, pattern it's a harder pattern so it's hard to, yeah i don't know i i think i would um yeah but, I, I agree with adding both let's just let's just add all different ty- let's make varied content let's have Konami yeah. add varied content to ddr varied music which i think they have we're been. all good yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yep. Was, they, they know that Different people like different stuff, yeah. and the hardcore players are just gonna go hard at everything. So, yeah. if you don't feel like going hardcore, then don't play the tempo change songs. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, with my interpretation of the the question of like stops and BPM changes adding difficulty, the only chart that I can think of that is harder because of its BPM changes and stops is Pluto Challenge. Like, if you remove all the stops, that could probably be a 15. But I was oh, going to say, like, a 13. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's just 8 bits. Yeah, Pluto Challenge is the only 16 that, once you remove all those stops, 
it's much easier. But every other mm. song is, I I feel very appropriately rated. Like yeah, like would would Fascination Eternal Love Mix still be an eighteen without the stops? No, or, or slow like down part. Easy seventeen. Yeah, or or you know, is over the period expert? If it was all one, sure, it, yeah. would that still be an eighteen? Yeah, like it. it I think there are a few cases to be made about slowdowns or or stops adding adding like an entire level or two of difficulty. But I think in general, the chart itself, like Monkey Business, would still be a sixteen if it was all consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Vanquish the Ghost would still be a fifteen yeah. if it was mm-hmm. all consistent. Um, so I think that most of them are the difficulty that they are. So. So yeah, I don't I don't think that there's anything that really artificially raises difficulties when it comes to BPM changes and stops. But uh maybe t- like Chaos Terror Tech. <laughs> Probably, but uh yeah, actually I, I th- I, it'd be like a 15 without the the stops. Yeah, I, I, would, I would actually agree. That that too. I I forgot about that chart. But um I would say to answer the question, I'm definitely in favor, but not an overuse of you know stops because like, I don't I don't want DDR to just be stops and BPM changes and stuff like that. I mean that'll turn people off, and yep. that won't be fun. But you know, I, I, we'll everything. always we'll always have struggle and break free. <laughs> I, I'd like them to at least want to have fun. I, I'd like well, Pluto I, and I don't Kick, think oh, we I, I don't think we'll always have break free. I okay, think. maybe we won't have either of those songs. <laughs> Maybe we'll they're both rave. licenses, and they'll actually get cut next mix. Yeah, Dino Rave is forever. But but I'm definitely well, except they changed it. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> saying still, that like it's still here. I'm definitely saying that uh, stuff like Chaos and Pluto, the you know once in a while something uh, just a, a wrench in the system type <laughs> charts, whereas it's yeah. like oh crap, something that I have to like approach differently now. Mm-hmm. Keep keep like a... keep coming up with those. Yep. D- Dead Ed Groove Radar special. Yes. Well, uh, no. That as well. What? <laughs> DR would be so much less charming if it didn't have Dead End <laughs> Groove Radar special. Um, Gives it its charm. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up our main discussion. So, um, but we still got to do our taps out of the week. Oh yes. And and I think we'll make this themed. Themed. <laughs> and we'll get tons of people playing this week. Oh, so oh why, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off, Steve? What what's your pick for the uh, tap set of the week? My my love of my life, Pluto. That's that's <laughs> the way to go. What a surprise! <laughs> no one saw that coming. Uh, mine's got to be over the period. Oh yes, I love this. <laughs> wow, set. is that the first time we've had uh, over the period in tap set of the week? Yeah. But I don't disagree with it because uh, the fifteen's a banger. Uh, I think the basic is what a twelve. Yeah, sounds it's right. It's probably also I think good. Beginners a nine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just I mean it's a good song, so it is what it is, and it, it. and it ex- it exemplifies a lot of these things. Yeah, totally. That we've talked about. Roger, you got a uh, third I stage. do. I have a set of the week song, and that song is "Innocence of Silence," mm-hmm. which is from uh, DDR Supernova, mm-hmm. and it's got a slowdown. Oh man. Uh, the halftime slowdown. It's a uh, really nice, relaxing piano tune. Um, it's also probably something you're not going to get the first time. Yeah, you're not. But it's good. Yeah. It's so good play play the tap set of the week maybe thirty or forty times. And, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Send us your 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 fortieth fortieth uh, try. Yeah. 
Um, Extra stage? Well, y'all can play these in whatever whatever order you're most comfortable with. Um, I I was going to pick Cytokinesis, but I think that somebody... I think we already picked that yeah. before at one point. So, uh, I'm about to do duplicates. But, but we've had a lot of requests for... Uh, a certain song called Our Dory. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This set is the worst. <laughs> I love this set. Oh, my God. This is great. Um, yeah. Cancel the podcast. So that's it's a song. Over. It has some stops in it and that's a couple BPM certainly changes. certainly a song. Um, don't forget, you can play Taps of the Week on any difficulty. Yes. So you don't have to play on the hardest. I don't think it matters this go around. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> luckily, we didn't pick Quick, Quick Master, but we had a lot of people <laughs> ask us about Quick, Quick Master. <laughs> so if you guys if you guys want to hit on Quick Master really quick, uh, uh, like just generally, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with it. So what what do you yeah. guys feel about Quick Master as far as subtle BPM changes go? <sighs> I. I, it could disappear and I would not miss it. <laughs> it's just like, okay, let's go back to that question about like, what is bad? <laughs> this, is, this is bad. This is bad. Like Paranoia 180 from First Mix. It's like when the song itself is maybe like, like pretty much 170 BPM. But I mean, then, it's 180. Or 180. Sorry. Yeah. Duh. Obviously it's late. <laughs> Um, but then, like, in the step editor, it's 180, 182, 180, 179, 178, 171, 180, 181, 182, 178, 180, 179. Then Doesn't it go to, like, 190 play, at one point? Probably, like, 191. Like, I don't want to play your song. <laughs> like, just, like, it's 180 or bust, right? Yeah. So that's how I feel about Quickmaster too. Same so deal. why is Quickmaster the way it is? <laughs> Who knows? Why I mean, are you the way that you we are? We had the whole sync episode, <laughs> and maybe it really does change tempo, or maybe it's just that, like the guy used some loops, like some like because yeah. when people produce electronic music, they use loops, right? Like a drum loop or a synth loop or something. And a lot of times, what happens is people will string these things together, and these things come from different sources. And they'll be slightly different tempos, but when you listen to it, you're like, ah, that sounds fine. <laughs> and then at the end, you try to put it into a dancing video game, <laughs> stepping very accurately, and it's like, oh, wait a second, actually, it's this kind of it's not 100 percent fine, but <laughs> it's not fine at all. So actually, Particle Arts, um, which is a great song by Virtual Self, and it's in the new 2DX. Um, it has this. Uh, part in the beginning where it does just that it goes from like the song is 175 but it goes it starts at like 162 or 165 or something it goes up to like 179 and then it stabilizes quote unquote back at 175 um all in like the first like 20 seconds really weird. but that sounds yeah. intentional you yeah you yeah. can see it in 2dx yeah it's oh, like you man. can see this you can see the because t- 2dx shows you the bpm I, I, yeah that's nice thing about like, 2dx i feel like Anyways. with quick master that's not intentional like mm-hmm. They're like, oh, oh, wait, no, we got, we got to get back on sync. Uh, oh God, it's too fast. Uh, it's, it's just, all right, all right, all right, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So Quick Master is not in the set of the week. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully. Um, but you can share your scores on Twitter with us using hashtag tab set of the week and we'll retweet you. Or at SF underscore evolved. And you should follow us because we're almost at a thousand followers. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Congratulations, we're at guys. Like 940 or something. So tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell like 60 of your friends. Yeah. Tell so, your bots also. Command your yeah, bots. Yeah, just pay for, pay for us to get some followers, please. <laughs> uh, 
And and I don't think we've ever actually asked this before, but like, tell your friends about the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. tell people like, get people you game. know to play this video game, and then be like, hey, you know, I know you like podcasts. Yeah, and I know you like content? video games. But what if you combine the two, and music, and uh, yeah, energy <laughs> drinks? It's like it's like <laughs> McDonald's. Or it's like yeah, you like podcasts. You're a, a white male in his late. 20s or early 30s <laughs> listen to this dance game one um yeah so that would be cool if you could just spread the love spread spread the love also if, if you like us also spread the love about life four. Oh, oh yes yeah. um uh, which is not an sf evolved product but sf evolved adjacent yeah we're you know give some love to ben madsen the man does a lot um and Fraxtel also does a lot, including the music, the intro and outro music for our podcast here. Great stuff files. Yeah. So, uh, Great taste in music. Yes. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Steve, for joining us. No problem. Um, especially at this late, late hour for you. Oh, that's all right. I really wanted to gush about Pluto, so... <laughs> yeah, we we hope we gave you the uh, platform. Yes. Yeah, you, you you came highly recommended from from Matt Magden. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, uh, and everybody, thank you for listening, and thank, thank you, you for, for playing. playing.